Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And this portion of Computer and Technology Radio is brought to you by Advanced Data Recovery. That's ADRdata.com. And welcome, everyone, and thank you, as always, for joining us. Delighted to be with you. Uh, you can reach us in multiple ways by phone, 866-WS-RADIO. You can get Marsha on Twitter at uh, Marsha Collier or me at Real Mark Cohen. You can get us on our Facebook page, which is ComputerandTechnologyRadio.com. If you want to follow our tweets, you can go to TWUBS, T-W-U-B-S, and I think that's everything, right? Well, and hashtag your tweets, Tech Radio. Uh, <laughs> yes, and do that. Uh, and we are delighted to have, and also delighted to welcome a new sponsor to the show, which is Advanced Data Recovery. And we're, they're going to be on with us uh, next week to talk about what they do. But uh, I don't know, I'm probably all of us at some time in our life have had some kind of hard disk failure. And uh, it's scary, and you lose a lot of valuable information when you do that. So we'll be talking some more about them. So welcome, Advanced Data Recovery. Thank you for joining us. And how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. It's been a busy week. We have a busy, busy show going on. So what do we got up first? Uh, well, we got a million things. We, we've got an interesting guest that will be on with us at 1215. Uh, this is, his name is Michael Thompson. He is a uh, college professor who just set the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest collection of video games of all time, uh, something like over 10,000. So uh, he started with Space Invaders, I think it was, so we'll have him at 1215. Uh, and then we've got a lot of other stuff. But before I actually, i got a little review to give you, but uh, you have a, your new book just came out, did it not? Uh, new, the eighth edition of eBay for Dummies. The first wow. edition was in 1998. And Knockwood, thank you, everybody, for reading the book, because they don't come back to me to do a new edition if nobody's reading right. it, right? <laughs> and what's new about the new edition? Well, uh, each edition I just update with the new market of e-commerce, how things are done. I've added in a little stuff about promoting your eBay business through social media. But eBay for Dummies remains the best-selling primer if you're going to start on eBay. So I want to thank everybody for reading the book. And if you have a friend who's starting on eBay or if you're starting on eBay, surprise, it's on sale at Amazon. <laughs> hey, there you go. And how much does it sell for? Uh, 1841, and we have a Kindle edition also. But it just came out this week. It's uh, 1841. Uh, always exciting. Why 1841? Look, I don't, it's, it, Amazon prices things weird. What can weird. I say? And Kindle what I, is sixteen ninety nine. I, I, I like getting a book in my paw. Uh, you know, yeah. But give me a book in my paw for another dollar or so. <laughs> I want to do the voiceover for your book. Uh, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, really. I don't. We just, no, we just hire some stranger. We don't want really? anybody personal involved. No in family? No family. <laughs> no family. I don't want, I don't want to do it. We don't need anybody we know doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I still want to do the thing at the airport. You know, when you go to the airport and it says, this zone is for loading and unloading. That's what I want to do. Do you know that my one of my attorney's clients, remember for years when you went to Caesar's Palace and there was that voice when you got on the S, like the escalator yeah, kind of, from the yeah. street? Mm -hmm. Welcome to Caesar's Palace. Mm -hmm. That was his client. I thought that's kind of brilliant. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, so listen, the, you have a oh, review. Yeah, I do. You know, we went to, the, and, and this is, you know, we're starting to get some new cases out for the iPad Air and for the iPhone. Uh, did you ever use Tumi luggage, T-U-M-I? Of course, but... Okay, 
Two it's, is, it's a little pricey. It, yeah, it is pricey. You know, their luggage has been pricey. So when I was at CES, I walk into a room and there's Toomey Tech, uh, which is a company called Jasco, and they make a iPad Air case that is just gorgeous. So they sent it to me to test, and it's beautiful. It's leather. It's got, you know, the little red str- uh, um, what are you, stitching around it. It actually has a magnetic attachment to it, so you can take it out of the case if you want to just hold the iPad on its own. And uh, it actually is just a, a overall beautiful case it's got a stand that'll stand in three different ways and apparently Toomey got together with this company jasco and they make accessories under the Toomey. it's called Toomey tech actually it's t-tech by Toomey. they also made they sent me it's called a travel surge protector which is re- i have to say is really nice it comes with three ac outlets two usb outlets so when you travel you know how you go to a hotel sometimes and the lamps are plugged into the uh, electrical outlet. You don't know where to plug all your stuff. So this gives yeah, you the Yeah, we ability. have one of those and it splits it off into a hundred different ones. Right. It's great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this one is called their travel surge protector. And then they also make a little, um, it's a stylus. Now I haven't really used styluses on my touch screens. Do you use a stylus at all? Well, you know, I have a Note 2 and a Note 8 tablet. Right. I never argue the style. Well, yeah. you know, I have to say when I've been taking notes, that, you know, is the one time if, if I'm, you know, listening to someone and I need to take quick notes, I right. will do it that way. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's good. And if you use some kind of handwriting program, I guess it would be good for that. Or maybe a painting, you know, one of those painting type programs. Uh, but anyway, they make a stylus. So if you want to check them out, they're at Toomey Tech. And uh, I'm looking for their website, and I don't see it on here. But just that's uh, all right. Google I'll put it. it in the show notes. Yeah, just Google. Uh, it's called T Tech by Toomey, and uh, beautiful, you know, beautiful cases and stuff, just like they make their luggage. So that is my review. What do you got? Well, I got something that is definitely Valentine's Day. Oh, first good. of all, oh, when yeah. I okay, I see the picture and I say, Yeah, boy. <laughs> okay. Whatever that is, I like the way it looks. It's from Sound Matters, and it's the Fox XL-7, and I'll be tweeting about that with a little picture. It is so cool. It's a portable wireless sound bar. Like, it fits in your purse, fits in your pocket. It's teeny tiny, but the sound is absolutely amazing. Um, has It's Bluetooth, duh, but you can also use an aux in. It weighs only seven ounces. That's light. It's only 0.7 inches thick and comes with a little stand, and I'll be tweeting a picture of it because I put it on the side of my desk to play music, and it also works as a speakerphone. Oh, with, yeah, uh, a lot of those are doing that now. That's yeah, and it has a noise-canceling microphone, so it's really cool, but what surprises me is the quality of the sound from something that's really not not much bigger than my phone. You'll be right. able to see in the picture. Um and most of all, the most important thing is it looks so good. And the little stand you'll see in my picture that I have it in is actually a magnetic folding case that folds oh, around okay. it. And it's that nice, you know, that rubbery material, mm-hmm. black rubbery material. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very comfortable to carry. It's light. I put it in my purse. I put it on my desk when I'm working. They're going to have to wrench this out of my cold, dead hands. Really? Um, that yeah, nice, right. huh? it, it is cool. Oh, and it has a patented base battery. So it provides extended base up to 12 hours or more battery life. Oh, that's pretty good battery life, actually. That's longer than pe- your device will last. Uh, yeah, I mean, and the people who developed it have this incredible background in sound. And 
they have tech support. I mean, you know, it's not that you need tech support. I right. mean, you know, it's a Bluetooth device for gosh sakes. Yeah. So <laughs> not a, not a big deal, and it's you ready? Ultra powerful Neobdimin drivers. I'm sorry, what? N e o d y m i u m, huh? You just like, made that word up, didn't you? No, no, it's like on the box. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet me, I mean, I mean uh, make me a picture of it so I can see if you made that up like uh, dongle. <laughs> See, I don't make up these words. People listening, tweet to Mark and tell him I don't make this up. (laughs) Um, Also, the power wattage doubles when wall connected. Uh, You know, you can connect it to the wall or you could connect it to your computer. Right. But then it's a high power international charging kit and it comes with all the different things for different countries. Mm hmm. You know, the weird plugs, as I learned when I went through Europe on my honeymoon, you had to pull out a different set of plugs for every country. Yeah, sure. And it comes with that. So that's cool. Um, You can answer, terminate, reject, or transfer a call back to your phone from the Dash 7. And use it in front of an iPad. For a, you nest it in front of your tablet in this little stand. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to block the screen. And the sound gives you like a full movie experience on your tablet. Yeah, you know, those are nice to have. They're, they they really are, you know, especially if you're in the backyard or something. You know, the days of having to hook up huge speaker systems if you wanted something around the pool. Uh, well, and- yeah, m- more so these little ones like the Dash XL because it weighs seven ounces. Right. Yeah, I mean, that to me is is worth worth every bit of it. You know, if I can carry it around, it's not going to cause me a lot of hassle then definitely go for it. And it's red, by the way, which red. is why, yeah, it's red. I just tweeted it out. It's gorgeous and a great Valentine's Day gift. I found it, Sound Matters Fox XL-7 Wireless, and it's on Amazon currently for 219 with Prime Delivery. Nice. Hey, so you're so going to watch you Super Bowl? Oh, am I going to watch the Super Bowl? Are you kidding me? Our tech radio... Um, Listeners, we have a whole group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Valencia is going to be listening, AJ Proc, Uncle Bill, um, Al Hopper. We all have a little group, Mark Bernhardt. We are going to be tweeting and listening to the Super Bowl together. If you want to join us, I don't know if there's any room for any more names in our, <laughs> in our little list, but we're going to be doing it. It's going to be very cool. And who do you want to win? You know, there's no team in Los Angeles, obviously, so I kind of like the Chargers. Now they're out of it. I have to, I think, go with the Denver Broncos because I like Peyton Manning, and I think that they've got the better team. We'll see, but I'm going to go with Denver. Okay, then I'm going to go with the other guys. (laughs) you got to know who they are if you're going to go with them. The Skyhawks. The Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. Skyhawks. Well, they're from, like, Big Sky Country or something. <laughs> Seattle, yeah. Uh-huh. How are you rooting? If you, so clearly you don't care And Richard Sherman works for them, right? Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right? See, right. I know what I know of which I speak. Yeah, you only know that because of social media, not because of football. Uh, no, I totally, I was watching that with our Twitter gang last week, and it was like everybody tweeted, what? What did he say? OMG. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. It's All right, be, we have I, a guest coming up after we this do, break. Yeah, Michael Thompson's going to join us, a college professor who's got the world's largest video game collection. Uh, great show ahead. Don't leave us for a minute. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen. We're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. If this story I'm about to tell you hasn't happened to you yet, sadly, one day it might. You turn on your computer needing your data or precious family photos and your computer won't boot. Your hard disk failed and you've lost years of work and precious memories because you didn't back it up. Well, when that happens, our friends at Advanced Data Recovery can help make this a happy ending. In most cases, ADR can recover your data for only $599, while others will charge twelve to $2,000. do not be deceived by companies quoting huge price ranges or claiming to be local. We all know it's not how close they are to you. It's getting your data back in your hands reliably that matters. Advanced Data Recovery guarantees if they can't recover your data, there's no charge, period. If you've lost data from your hard drive, RAID, or NAS, or any other media device, pick up the phone and have the professionals at Advanced Data Recovery walk you through the process step-by-step. Call or visit them today and let them put that smile back on your face. Mention the promo code MARK to save $100 off of expedited service or $300 off their 24-7 emergency service. Call 800-450-9282. That's 800-450-9282 or ADRdata.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back at 866-WS-Radio if you want to call us. So um, let me tell you a little bit about our guest. Uh, his name is Michael Thompson. He is the Guinness Book of World Record holder. Uh, they just gave him a certificate verifying that he has the largest collection of video games, with the official count being 10,607. It was just recently announced in the new uh, the new gamer edition of the Guinness Book of World Records. And he's got a fascinating story about how he got started, which I think was Space Invaders. Michael, are you with us? Oop. I don't... Michael? I don't... Michael, are you there? I am here. Oh, great. Okay, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Is it Kinesis? Did I say that right? Kinesis College? Kinesis. Kinesis College, and where you actually teach, which is fascinating because they didn't have these classes in 1806 when I was in college. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, video games, history and technique, advanced 2D animation for games and electric game design. So how did you get started? Well... I used to teach at a school in Asbury doing 3D animation, and when I moved to Buffalo about 12 years ago, I contacted Canisius College because they had uh, all the equipment, and I wanted access to that type of equipment back before the 3D stuff could be done in the home, you know. And uh, I was teaching design classes for them, and then we decided to bring in some game classes when they found out what I was into, and it's just kind of grown from there. 
I mean, and now I see you you kept your buying down, according to this, to $3,000 per year. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty diligent. <laughs> uh, so you st- you started with Space Invaders. Is that the first game that tweaked you no, or Co- caught your Cosmic Avenger. Well, oh, Space Cosmic Invaders Avenger. in the arcade, yeah, which is actually okay. uh, Dairy Queen. But that was from ColecoVision, wasn't it? Well, Space Invaders uh, I found in a Dairy Queen, and uh, <laughs> my first actual home game that I collected was a cartridge. It was Cosmic Avenger for the ColecoVision. Yeah, you know, it's and funny. And what I, made yeah. you start with ColecoVision? Well, that was the the hot machine at the time. I wanted an Odyssey <laughs> before that and an Atari, but uh, they never materialized. But the ColecoVision did, and it became my first love. You know, and I loved that system, and I still, because my kids were little at the time, and I remember that they had the Smurfs on that game. Isn't that, is that accurate? It is. It's a great game. Yeah. I remember it's... looking at it back in uh, 82, thinking, oh, it looks like a real cartoon if you squint your eyes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. Mar- now, Marcia, you started playing what? When you started with video games, I know you played Nintendo. Did you do it as I a had kid? an Atari. I had an Atari. Okay. And I kept the monitor from the, the Atari for a long time and hooked it up to other things because that was one great monitor, wasn't it, Michael? Yep. They had uh, their own equipment as well. But, yeah, it was good. Uh, that was great, Atari- but Go- Donkey Kong was oh, like yeah, was- it. That was my first game, I think. Uh, well, Everybody you- loves the monkey. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I had an Atari, the 400 and the 800, and if I and for all I know, it's sitting in my garage someplace because I never throw all those things away. I think there's a ColecoVision and all those things uh, going on there. What What did your family think of this? <laughs> Wait, my family growing up? Yeah, well, growing they, up and, uh, and currently. They- they thought I was obsessed. My current wife's been, well, my only wife. She's, she's, <laughs> she's, uh, she's, uh, she knew what she was getting into before we got married, and she's supportive. I, you know, I always joke that video games ruined my life, so I try to keep it separate from the family. So, uh, I get the girl in bed, and then I get my wife in bed, and then I'll, I'll play a little bit of games here and there, but, uh. And is your, that's your daughter, I assume you're talking about? Yep, little Anna. Yeah. She's five years old. And is she a video gamer? Well, I kept her away from games for the first three and a half years, and uh, I slowly bring her in little by little. Uh, you know, there's there's no healthy obsessions, and there's certainly worse obsessions, but I'm, I'm careful how we play. Uh, and you had um, some kind of funny story. A guy by the name of Richard, is it Lecce? Lecce? Uh, I, I believe so. And And what was the story with that? Well, he had the previous record. Like when I looked in the 2011 Guinness Book, uh, saw that he had the record for the largest games. I'm like, oh, well, I think I have more than that. And I started uh, using uh, video game collector software to track it and uh, realized that I did. And I was buying uh, different games from different people as well as certain vendors to get better prices in bulk. And uh, I let one of the vendors know that I was going for the record, and I didn't realize that he was also supplying games to Richard. Ooh. So uh, <laughs> I learned to shut my mouth, and I, I, didn't, I waited a whole other year past that year to save up to make sure I had uh, well enough to, to, to conquer the number. And, you know, the obvious question for all of us is, going, what is your collection worth? Well, it's only worth what someone will pay for it. Right. <laughs> um, That's what I know. keep telling you about eBay, Mark. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just, right, exactly. Just because you think that thing is worth so much money, you have to find someone to buy it first. Exactly. <laughs> well, I have a lot of rarities and a lot of commons, and, uh, you know, the, the trick is if I were to sell it, to sell it all at once, right? Right. You know, advertise it as the Guinness certified largest collection as seen on ABC, CBC, NBC, Fox, and every other network that I've been with. Right. And it, but so you don't really know a price, or, or you in your mind said, okay, I'm going to get this if I sell it. 
Well, I, I write some articles for a couple different gaming magazines, and one of them is a price guide. So I've, oh, okay. I've pieced it out roughly, and I'd probably say it's seven, eight $800,000. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I see collections that are a quarter of my size selling for, for almost twice that, and my stuff's pristine. I mean, I, I'm a collector, so I got, you know, and I've worked at several retail stores and had my own. So I'd have eight copies of a game. I'd pick out the nicest one for myself, you know, and probably about a third of it's still shrink wrapped. So. One thing about collecting boxes and manuals are often worth more than the actual item themselves. So, yeah, that's right. Keeping it in mint condition. So, I want to ask you, somebody who's into get now, do you play all these games? Have you? Or I do you just to. collect it. As a responsible adult, I don't get as much playing time as I like. But uh, yeah. I, I try to get at least three hours in a week. I'm big into the arcade scene, so like I play like arcade games, and those are quick because you know you pay them for three minutes, you get in and get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, well, I slowly you, plow through them. I've been doing it for 35 years now, so I'll get there. Well, you know, the real geeks in our audience are very familiar with homebrew. And you do homebrew titles, correct, at GoodDealGames.com. Uh, we want to tell us a little about that and, and who you're doing them for and what they are? And what that means. Well, <laughs> uh, basically we're making new games for old systems, so... You know, these new systems like a PlayStation 2 and stuff, they break down pretty quick because they got rubber, rubber, you know, parts and pieces inside and plastics. But the old machines are mostly solid state. Mm-hmm. You can take that equipment that's in your garage or your attic and hook it up. It's still going to work, you know, 30 years later. Right. So there's people that still like to play the games and like the simplicity of the older systems and the, the magic that they offered. And uh, so uh, myself and others program games in the basement of our homes and uh, or in the colleges and universities we work at and uh, we'll, we'll put them out on media that'll play on the old machines so in the instance of Atari or ColecoVision brand new cartridges you know we'll program the game and uh, put it on a on a, a circuit board or integrated circuit and solder it to the board and put it inside the cartridge and make new labels and and uh, sell it wow. And, wow. and what does a typical game sell for? Well small production run is pretty expensive. I mean, a typical cartridge you see going for at least 20 to $30, and if you've got a box and a manual with it, around 50 So it's not cheap, you know. There's different types of retro players are the ones that go to the garage sales and the shows and want to relive memory lane and buy an old cheap machine and cartridges for a couple bucks here and there. But if they want a new experience, it's going to cost more because it has to be done made by hand, you know. And... Uh, you know, we used to destroy old cartridges to make new ones, and I'm all about preservation, so I hated oh, doing yeah. that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And over the years, some of us have put some money in and teamed up together and made new molds. So, you know, now there's new cartridge shells for the Atari or the Vectrex and uh, the ColecoVision, so we don't have to destroy a game to make a new game, which is Very great. Cool. Okay, I have two quick questions. So I want you to know you are so on track because I was at a party with Nolan Bushnell about a year ago, and they had an entire room set up with vintage video games. And forget the rest of the party, which was a huge party. Everybody was in that room reliving their childhood on the Atari consoles. It it was absolutely amazing. Um, I'm about to tweet out your website, and I was wondering, do you have a Twitter ID? Can people reach you there? You but do thank not. you for asking. <laughs> you know, I'm well, into old tech, so uh, Twitter's too new for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm retro. Well, seriously. Um, so what kind of systems do you do it? Atari and what other Odyssey, ones? ColecoVision, Intellivision, Sega CD, uh, Commodore 64, 
Yeah, I'm Lord. looking at your website. You got all the pictures of the old systems on there, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, and you just click on it, and it'll bring up the uh, new games for the old systems. Nice. And I'm kind of like a hub because most of these homebrew developers, they're all over the world, especially in like Europe and France and stuff, and Belgium. And to order something like that's very expensive. So I've kind of set up like the old electronic arts model where you know I'll buy them in bulk and bring them over to keep the shipping costs down. Because if you want to get a game from one guy here and one guy there, you're going to pay $15, 20 just to ship it. So yeah. I've kind of become a hub where I sell my own games, but I also sell the games from the other home growers around the world. So yeah. I have now over we only got different brand-new games in stock all the That's time. That's fantastic. We only have about How two many different left. did you say? Over 300 different homebrew games in stock at all wow. times. That's amazing. Wow, that's all right, fabulous. give us your quick take on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo. Well, I play them all. I buy them all. Um, I guess I'm kind of rooting for Microsoft just because I like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and they give more money to philanthropy than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I grew up big on Sega, so Nintendo used to be the enemy, right? But then Sega went uh, multi-platform, yep. and Nintendo's kind of one of the few originals still standing around. So I guess i am uh, give them a big hurrah, too, but... Uh, We'll see what happens. You know, it's every demographic's different. You know, Sony's leading the pack definitely in the U.S., but on a global scale, I think the, the Xbox and the PS4 are pretty pretty well matched right now. They pretty much have the same game library. So my advice is hold off and wait and see who takes the lead. Yeah, that's great stuff. My my choice is uh, Xbox One is my new gaming system of choice. So uh, I'm in there with you. All right. Well, hey, Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's GoodDealGames.com. And it's a it's a great website because, as you say, if, once you go to the website, you'll see the little icons of all the different systems. And all you have to do is uh, click on the uh, system you want to look at, and it gives the games that you've got there. So uh, I, I'm right there in with you. I was my kids have been gamers. I was a gamer. Marsha is sort of a gamer now. I think you were more in the past. Yeah. Right well, uh, Michael, I play Zelda. Yes, Zelda is a lifetime career for me. <laughs> I mean, good for you. That game. That game, and I have every game on every system, and I still have the systems. I haven't played it for the most current one because I kind of got married and was busy, but, yeah, you know, it's sitting there. Well, and there's three Zelda games you haven't played on the Philips CDI. Ooh, really? you, yeah, you have Ooh. to send them. Yeah, they're on. awful, but there are three of them you haven't played. <laughs> but Michael you mentioned Nolan Bushnell. I have interviews with him and a lot of the other founders like Ralph Baer and stuff on the website as well. So it's not just new game sales, but there's all kinds of history and stuff there, too. Yeah, that's great. Michael, we well, got to run, but good, good Great deal website, gooddealgames.com. Thanks for being with us, and we'll be right back with the buy of the week. This is Marsha Collier here with Mark Cohen playing my games on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. The key to a successful business is astute and solid promotion. Instant Imprints offers limitless solutions and everything you need to promote your business, event, or cause. From t-shirts to banners, trade show displays, mugs, business cards, we can imprint on anything from pens, golf balls, clothing, vehicles, and any type of customer giveaways. In order to grow, you must promote and Instant Imprints is your full-service company to help you in all of your marketing and promotional needs. Locally owned and operated in prices that will be music to your budget and a turnaround time that will make you smile. Two San Diego locations to serve you downtown and in Mira Mesa at Flanders. It's Instant Imprints for all your promotional needs. Remember our name, Instant Imprints. There are no poems written about mailing and shipping. There is no Hall of Fame dedicated to shipping. Most people don't wake up and yell, I can't wait to ship today. No, shipping is not supposed to be exciting. It's just supposed to work. That's the idea behind Indicia. For over 25 years, Indicia has been offering shipping and mailing software solutions for online sellers, warehouse shippers, office mailers, and home mailers that's smart and efficient. Indicia, simple as that. Visit indicia.com slash radio. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash radio.